Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Today is our special guest day, where we will hear from a friend of the ministry who will share their insight and stories on truth in this chaotic world. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, uh, Kathy. Here we are, uh, Guest Thursday again, and we have uh, returning guests, special friends of ours, uh, Tad and Monica Jones. Um, I think last time I introduced you as a catch-up from the last time, actually, Monica wasn't with us on the, the original time. It was just you, wasn't it? Oh, was she not? No, no. It, it was just uh, just uh, Tad, and he. we were talking uh, mostly business stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, so, it's so good to have you on, Monica. Yeah, thank you. Uh, but we had, last week we had Monica, and, and she shared shared about your beautiful new home in uh, uh, Anna Marie Island in uh, Florida by Tampa, right? Yep. How far does it take you to get to the airport? Well, we have a new trip. We go in and out of Sarasota now. Oh, you do? Tampa's like an hour, 15, hour and a half. Oh, but, interesting. Yeah, the trip is, you know, it was mostly COVID-related, but you couldn't pick up a rent-a-car in one place and drop it off in another. Right. Uber drivers got real sketchy about trying to get out to the island. It's kind of remote. You know, the whole system just kind of broke down. So we started uh, going into Sarasota. We usually have to connect somewhere to get there, but it's 30 minutes from the island where we live. So it's much, it's a small town airport. We're small town people. So it kind of resonates with us. <laughs> Nice. I, I you still a, have yeah. that bridge to go over though to get in. No. Well, no. <laughs> no. From Sarasota is like all land is yeah, we have wow. a little, we have a tiny bridge, you know, to get on the island okay. from yeah. Nice. Way, yeah. Yeah, I did a uh, uh, consulting uh, for a company down in uh, Sanibel Island. Oh, that's nice. And, oh, yes. uh, same deal. They I was coming in kind of late at night, um, <laughs> and they Uber we don't do that, you know. And you gotta have a rent a lemon and all that have it set up with the island deal and it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Well, um, last time we talked about, um, you know, how God led you to uh, actually have to come back early, uh, what God is speaking to you about your, your son and, and his healing. And uh, a couple of things you said was, uh, one, is that uh, you were saying, uh, Tad, that you were learning about the mind of Christ. And, you know, what does that, what do you, how, what does that look like? And when you say that, what does that mean? You're learning, and by the way, uh, we all are in a learning mode. Sure. <laughs> we, uh, we have, it says we have the mind of Christ, but we don't completely have the mind of Christ. So yeah. what, what does that mean? So back to kind of conversations that we've had with Blake regarding the chaos of the world and, you know, the, the uh, retreat I alluded to that we've gone through with you, Rich, was on adversity in, in the world. And, right. and again, like, and like a lot of kids or a lot of adults for that matter, we all struggle when we see unrighteousness or these things in the world. And so... We, we, we dove into what it means to just deal with people that are difficult. And so we, you contrast the verses where, you know, Peter's talking to Jesus and he says, how many times do I have to put up with this? Yeah. And I'm like, seven times? <laughs> and Jesus like, seven times seven. And Blake's like, I'm, I'm not receiving that. I'm not putting up with these people. I'm saying, <laughs> um, so you, you contrast that against the verse, you know, verses in Mark 10 and Luke 10, or I'm sorry, Matthew 10 and Luke 10, where Jesus is talking to the disciples and he says, take this word. And go go out to these communities and basically, if they don't receive it, shake the dust from your feet and, and move on. And so Blake and I really got into the conversation about how to deal with 
the, the world. It's just, you know, it's in a state of entropy like we learn from you and, and, uh, and people are difficult. And that's when I just, you know, if you, if you search yourself and you look for that one time when someone was being so ridiculous and off the charts so that you actually clicked and looked at them and said, that person is really struggling with something. In other words, if you pivoted from a self, self view, a victimhood view to a caring for someone else. In other words, they're acting out or disrespecting or, or being difficult with you because they're actually struggling with something. That's when the switch happens. That's when that must be what Christ was saying when he said, you know, just, you know, turn your cheek. I mean, you can this person's struggling, this turn your cheek. Um, and, and by the way, but you don't have to put up with it. I mean, shake the dust from your feet and move on. But by the same token, that, that you know, you know, responding to that person aggressively, you know, and adding more adversity to them is not going to help them, and it's certainly not going to help you. Yeah. You're living in bondage when, when you live with, we learned, you know, living in unforgiveness and those kind of things. So, you know, be angry, just, you know, you're, you're a breathing person, human being. You know what righteousness and unrighteousness is. It's okay to, to identify and react and be discouraged by or angry for a minute about what's unrighteous, but you've got to shake the dust from your feet, you got to move on, you can't, you can't carry that. Right. And those are the conversations I've had with Blake, and you know, then it just came to me as we were walking through them, it's like, that's what Christ would be meant, and that's what it means to have the mind of Christ. It's like, he doesn't let the afflictions, or the sadness, or the sorrow, or the, you know, the unrighteousness of somebody else uh, get to him. He knows who, the, who his Father is, he knows what the Father's intentions are, and it turns to compassion. It's like it's the exact opposite of response of what our, our flesh wants to do, yeah. know, which is to fight back, or um, you know, carry the burden either way. It's like, you know, uh, the mind of Christ is one where you see that distortion, that adversity, and you see compassion for that person. Right. It's just something that you just sit and meditate on that for a while. It's, it's really, it goes really deep. Yeah. Yeah. And is it, uh, I know one thing that you, you mentioned, uh, that you're learning and God's, uh, having you grow in, in the aspect of kindness, which is a fruit of the spirit. So you can't go do it yourself. So right. what is that? As he's spoken that to you, how have you received that, and how are you and Monica uh, processing that? Typically, as it, it relates to you two, and then for your, your son and your family. Well, this is one of my biggest character flaws: is is reacting, not out of kindness. And and Monica's, you know, someone said to me years ago uh, through the business business consultant like yourself, Rich, it said, you know, Monica absorbs your stress. Oh, I was like, just take the knife out of my heart, and I realized it. I. You know, I carry work home and I, and I express myself and she's sitting there taking the heat. Well, what I've learned recently is that the, you know, our kids and specifically Blake was taking on that stress. Yeah. And so it's caused me to reflect on those gifts of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. And, uh, and just kindness and gentleness are really the ones where I've just got to pause and just think, yeah, this is the fruit of the spirit. What you've helped me out with too is just recognizing that you can't just God give me more kindness, you know, <laughs> or I'll, I'll just or I'll just be kinder. Yeah, I'm be kinder. just gonna be kinder. It's like uh, we have to be in a position to receive the spiritual gift. Yeah, and so uh, you know, just you know, of surrender first of all, and just dying to the flesh. In my case, is dying to the flesh of objective and performance and achievement and lack of order. I mean, when things don't go in order then I get upset and the, that's my desire, that's my selfish desire. And so when things don't go right, the ability to take a step back and just let it go is uh, the first step uh, to realizing the fruit of the Spirit right. and kindness. 
And so I, I have a part, and that's surrender. It's always usually surrender, die to the flesh, and then God delivers the gift. Yeah, yeah. And I know it's uh, as it's related to Blake, uh, one thing that, uh, that he did say to you is that um, he felt uh, your expectation. Uh, and that was a burden to him. You know, talk talk a little bit about that, which relates to kindness and release. You said release and, and remember God's nature. It isn't just a little piece of it. It's it involves yeah. a lot of stuff. It's yeah. it's heartbreaking to think about uh, it. You know, you know when you're performance minded, you you take all this burden on yourself, and it, and to know I struggle with it, to see that I just basically afflicted him with it, uh, was really hard to process. Uh, so. Uh, that's again back to what's the father's expectation of us it's nothing but to surrender to him and, and receive his love accept him and so uh why why do we take expectation on ourselves and then even worse why do we pass it on to other people um it's hard when you're in a business and you're you have to have, you have to get things in order you have to have you have to have expectation we can't be lazy we need to process things but it's a it's a balance of of turning that into a burden, like you said, that was the word I actually used, or Blake used with us. He said, "I feel like such a burden." It's like I'm sorry that I put that burden on you through expectation and things like that. So um, we're going through a healing process for sure. But it, if you just reflect back to what the Father shows us, it's like that's 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 not the mind of Christ again. That's that's our fleshly mind getting in the way about you know to be accepted or to be uh, we have to perform a certain way. And so uh, yeah. They could, I, this stage of life, it's amazing. And I'm just still working on the basics. <laughs> I love, even as you share that though, hearing, um, you know, you're talking about the mind of Christ and how he's growing you right now in kindness. And I don't know whether you heard yourself say this before or not, but you were talking about how, how Jesus showed compassion and healing and that sort of thing. And do you know, if you go back and look in the Bible at all of the different times that he actually did healings, the driving force behind almost all of them, it'll say that Jesus had compassion. And so even as you're looking at what's going on with Blake, I love that you're praying into promises of healing for Blake. He's already spoken that and God is growing in you compassion. That's those true. things are linked. Those those things are linked. And it, you've said it without even realizing you've said it. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's like true. That. Yeah. Yeah. And then last time, Monica, you said that uh, um, one thing that, that you ask him, um, do you feel that you can tell us anything? Um, which is kind of a big deal. Because most of the time, almost any environment, our answer is, eh, not really. Because <laughs> we're always guarded, you know, with it. Uh, but he said, I do. Uh, so you've created that environment um, and that you, you said that that's really the, it is that that is the mind of Christ toward us. So talk about those two elements of it is how do you see that being God speaking that to us personally? Do you understand that I can, you can say me, say anything to me, how important that is? And then how does that play into you creating that uh, for Blake? So talk, talk a little bit about that thought of, of even you asking that question and starting to understand the dynamic of that. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, I guess initially the reason why I asked him that is because he entrusted us with the biggest secret he's ever had. And our initial response was because God prepared our hearts. He was renewing our minds. We were trusting who he was. And so in turn, we, we could then turn around and trust him in this situation, no matter what it was that Blake was going to tell us. And so in that moment, 
we responded the way that Christ wanted us to respond, and it was because he had renewed our minds. But it, it took time. It took a long time for Tad and I to, to get to this place so that we could respond the way Blake felt safe in responding to us. I mean, it wasn't overnight. And when Tad was talking about his kindness and me absorbing stress, that is my personality. I, I do absorb that in a any given situation and I take it on but also I came from a family where we always scooted things under the rug we would not address problems at all it is so hard for me to deal with conflict and to, to address it and I can't tell me tell you how many times there might be a situation with Tad and me and I will just leave not wanting to talk about it and God says go back in there and process it <laughs> and I just it get it's even to this day it doesn't come natural for me yeah. But it's that trusting and just taking those baby steps. And we've taken the baby steps over the years to trust who God says he is. And, and I think we passed one of the biggest tests the other day when we were given that trust Blake shared with us, that secret, and we just embraced him. We just loved him. And in that moment, I had more compassion for him than I ever had before. And I thought, God, you're teaching me that unconditional love. Right. And in that moment, I think I got it. Because nowhere, I don't think either one of us would have ever started lecturing Blake. It just was a natural thing to just say, it's okay. We're going to get through this. And so that would not have happened a few years ago. Right. Yeah. And as Beautiful. You think, as you think of... Uh, uh, let's talk about a couple of elements of that. But as you think about it, just as it relates to your ability to do that with Christ, why is that so important that that's his heart toward us is come with, come with me and share everything uh, and you can feel safe about that? Why would that be important just for all of all of we believers to really understand that how beautiful that is? Because we live in a fallen world. We're going to be, we're going to have challenges all the time. And, we're, and how we deal with them is how we're going to be, move forward in our relationship with them, how we're going to overcome things a lot quicker, is if we get these, these valuable lessons now. And knowing that he can, we can trust him in everything, no matter what. And by give, having these little tests here and there to show us, we are maturing and we are growing. And then we can pass that knowledge on to others and, and share with them, look, at this is what I've walked through, these are the tr struggles I've had, and this is what God has done in those situations. I can trust him now, you can trust him now. So it's a journey that we have with everybody, and I think um, it's passing those te little tests along the way so that we know we can trust him with anything else that, that comes our way. Right. As, as we talk about this, we're really in relationship one-on-one class here. Uh, it's, uh, it's our relationship with the Father, it's our relationship with Blake. It's our relationship with each other. You remember at home church, we, I asked for prayer about unity, that Monica and I are on the same page, because you mean, look, look at this too. I mean, what is it, they're going on 35 years now? It's like, she wants to brush things under the carpet and I want to hit them head on. I'm supposed <laughs> to have it, so. yes. It's hard. And so yeah. you, you want to you want to not only hit them on, you want to blast them. I mean, that, that's us oil and water kind of really, you know, personality types yeah. and, mm -hmm. and sorting it out is part of the part of the walk and uh, so there's relationships going up to the father going across to each other and with our kids and, and then take that to the world it's like uh, we're learning we're still learning about how important 
it is to focus on all those and just what Father teaches about all those things. Start with his relationship and then what unconditional love looks like. You know, that there is no expectation. All these things now taken up to your other relationships. Right, yeah. And out of that um, you know, beginning point, which he said, you know, come and share with me uh, what, what is truly on your heart. And he said, there is no condemnation. Um, I want to receive it. Because I already, by the way, interesting enough, he says, I already know this. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I already know about it. Um, but then the other element of it is, and, and, and you can share your heart toward Blake, is that uh, you gave him safety. He could share. He did. And you even asked him, do you feel like you can continue to do that? Because uh, you needed him to realize this is a beginning, not the end. And he said, yeah, I do. Uh, that's, a, that's a magnificent opportunity that he actually does believe that, which now means, okay, now we can talk. We can process. Okay, now, uh, think about God uh, who says, uh, okay, now that we understand that, um, what is, well, first of all, what is your heart now that you, he says, I'm at this spot that is, is difficult for me. He's, he's troubled. He's, he's, you know, he's heavy. Um, what's your heart for him from this point forward? What is it that you would like for him? For Blake? Yeah, for Blake. To thrive. Yeah, thrive. And then take what he's going to learn from this and share it. Yeah. And learn to deal with the adversity of the world and just say, this is not getting to me because I know my parents love me and my parents believe in me and I know the Father, the Father in heaven believes in me. Yeah. yeah. And so he's becomes impervious, you know. He's a big fan of Marvel movies, you know, superheroes. And uh, we, we love to watch them together. And it's like, maybe I'll take this back to him. It's like, Blake, you're a superhero. When you got God inside of you and you understand who it means to have the mind of Christ, you're a superhero. Yeah. No one can touch you. Yeah. It, it boils down, I think, for him is renew his mind. His whole digestive issues, it's his mind. You know, we can chase doctors, ch chase nutrition, but in the end, he has to renew his mind. Proverbs, is it three? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways, and he will make your path straight. Yeah. And that is our goal and our job, to help walk him through that and to trust us enough to give him little nuggets. I mean, it, it's hard with Blake to sit him down and, and do some devotions or do some abiding. But as we continue to just give him little nuggets, he's hearing it because we're seeing the growth with him and it's just we got to figure out how to message it to him and who he is um, and how he's going to process it and it's slow we want it to pick up because we know we have the answer we know we have the truth but it's in his timing and that's where we have to be patient and we thought we would be further along right now than we are yeah. but you know it's back to trusting him timing you got to get timing out of it you, you, you want to hurry God along. And that was one of those things about stopping the power. If we, mm. if we're on this timeline and we think God is not hurrying along, we're going to then make a mistake and we're going to step in. That's a good word, Monica, because <laughs> what I'm remembering when uh, Rachel decided to go to Spain after college and, you know, she was, you know, her friends are going to law school and med school and doing all this. And she wanted to go to Spain and just the Holy Spirit must have given this to me. I just processed, you know, Rachel, life's not a race. You know, do you, do you have joy? Are you happy? Are you a blessing to others? A few things like that. And uh, it paid dividends. She came home more mature, more self-confident. 
now with Blake, I've now remember, remember what you said to Rachel. It's like, remember, life's not a race. Mm -hmm. um, we'd rather have well-balanced relationships and have him yeah. thriving than having him doing X, Y, Z by some certain date. So mm -hmm. That's right, because if we, if we measure ourselves against the world, and he should have already graduated by now, according to the world standards, he's got a ways to go. And if we looked at that and got anxious about it and then treated Blake according to those standards, it wouldn't be good. Standards of the world. Yeah. 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 Well, your heart is, um, uh, and this is, this is what, uh, as you, you, you say, you know, God wants us to have freedom, complete safety to share, which Blake did, but you already know your heart is, well, okay, you're here. But I love you too much to just leave you there. Mm -hmm. Is is I'm gonna walk with you into the healing, mm -hmm. into the thriving, because uh, I know what God wants, which is a covenant life. I'm gonna bless you to make you a blessing. It's absolute, uh, so that your heart is well. I want to help you walk into that, so that you actually experience it. Mm -hmm. Not that okay. It's nice that you you feel safe to share. I don't want you to stay there. I want you to go to healing. And so God, see God's desire is, I want it to be safe, but I love you too much to leave you there, is come with me and I'll heal you. You know, which is what you got to help him understand is, uh, you'll get there, you can get there, and, and you want to get there, that's your heart, so that it's a both end. It's, yeah. it's be feel be safe, but I'm not going to leave you there in the, in the, uh, difficulty. I want to heal, heal you to the you know the beautiful thing, and that's what I know. That's what your heart is. Yeah. So how we, how are you going to approach that with? Well, we know where we want where God wants him to go. How do how do you de, uh, receive your role in that? Affirmations. One of the things Monica and I talked about was just just holding him, just speaking affirmations, just drown him in affirmations. Everything is. You know, I tend to focus on this, and it turns out somewhat negative sometimes, and and uh, it's just being positive and affirming him, because he's he's believed lies for so long, so that's one thing we know we're going to focus on in every conversation. We believe in you, Blake. Mm -hmm. I believe in you. Mm -hmm. But it's also going to take um, abiding for us to hear from the Lord. Okay, what next? Yeah. What next? And um, being diligent about that because He knows, Blake so much more than we do, loves him so much more than we do. And he knows what Blake is gonna receive and what he's not gonna receive in any given moment. And so it's gonna require us to be disciplined to really hear in detail specifically, can I talk to him about that? He might say no, how about this? You know, and just pose questions to the Lord and let him process it with us to know, okay, what next? What about this week? When do, what do we do this week? And so it's going to require some real time and checking in with each other right how do you how do you approach that with um you know typically we we parents you know it's like well i'm gonna i'm gonna move you along this plan this plan that's right mm -hmm. uh you your heart is right but i want i need to help you and god's and you and you just said it is well actually you got to check in and let him guide you and resist that Mm -hmm. movement of, yeah, but we'd like to go faster, or couldn't we do this, or wouldn't this be helpful? And uh, we got to keep remembering that he knows more than we do. I have an, I have an example. Yeah. So uh, we're going through the process of trying to sign another lease for him in school. And so you're committing to a year's worth of rent. 
and we're not, we're not real sure about things. And we had a conversation one night and I'm trying to say, I'm not sure this makes sense. You might not want to do this. So I get her on this one page of like, we're not going to do it. My quiet time the next day was now uh, get his commitment and let him manage the process of signing the lease. So she came in and talked to me in the morning and you know, two, three steps going towards this, well, we may not just sign this lease, we may let it go and figure something else out. And I'm like, hang on, I just got a new, new direction. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I got, I got new, uh, new uh, instructions new from headquarters. <laughs> yeah, we're supposed to let him follow the process, just make sure you get commitment. And it's funny, yeah. we just did that before we came here today. We, uh, I just said, I just need to hear you're committed. To this uh you know finish the school and he says yeah i am because i take you as your word let's go you, you take care of it and we're on board so i did like a you know 12 hour 180. <laughs> yeah. how did that how did that um how did that come about how you know because you're obviously you're, you always have a heart to hear but yeah i think it's this way but how did he shift you it really how did that happen I mean, that you received it the night before it was really just typical you know how do you operate in the world and you know, you know this is a risk manage your risk and reduce this you know uh chance for failure or whatever uh the way it happened was just it's quieting myself the next morning i just sit down with a bible journal didn't open either one of them i just sat there and god just gave it to me you know because that was what was on my heart i wasn't even praying specifically it's just like you know this situation with like what do we do with it you know it's simple as that and it was clear, it's like he needs to commit and then he needs to follow through on it himself. You know, we've turned into helicopter parents through this whole thing, so we gotta fight that. You know? how, did, how did you receive that to that, to say, yeah, you know what, I confirmed that. How did you do that? Uh, I was at peace and relieved. I knew, okay, God, you heard from the Lord. I trusted that in that moment because we had to make a decision and I was good with it. I was comfortable with it. And you felt, you felt peace about that? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty cool how God, yeah. God says, well, actually, let me tell you this. <laughs> yeah, you, and you typically, you know, historically, it's like a press ahead, press ahead with a plan. And if you don't check in, you just more stress, more yeah. stress, more stress. And so, yeah, that, that's a good success story of just yeah. pausing, quieting yourself and listening. Yeah. And as we're talking about God's will, why did you, in a sense, why did you trust when he just said, well, here, I have, I have a new thought for you. Um, you weren't even... In a sense, you know, should I, should I, should I? It was just you were willing. And he said, I actually have a new thought for you. Why did you trust that? Instead of, well, yeah, but is that me or uh, am I doing it myself? Well, or part of it might be just, uh, again, surrender. It's like, look, I, I'm not making any progress here. In other words, <laughs> I surrender. It's like I'm more open to receive uh -huh. new direction uh, once I see that my ways aren't working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he but he said something. And you could have, you a lot of people say, well, Maybe that was just me, and you didn't you didn't receive it. Why would you just say, you know what, I I, I received that over time. He's always right, and yeah. me not so much. <laughs> and you've just learned to that relationship has grown, and you've learned to trust him and hear him. It takes practice to, and you know, commitment and spending time with him to get to that place where I know I heard you. That was you. That's right. Or sometimes you fight it. I mean, this is maybe what you're fishing for is like sometimes like God, I don't believe that I don't believe no we're gonna do this and and you just know in your spirit you just know that I'm not at peace I must I must be going down the wrong road right so it's not it's not always automatic like that sometimes you're like I don't think I, I don't know that I believe that and so you you gotta 
go back. You got to trust. You got to work through the process until you're at peace. You'll identify it by yeah. It's the right answer because you'll be at peace. Yeah, and you, um, you know, you you are illustrating that you. The burden is on him, not you, and that um, even though we're, yeah, I think we should do this. Uh, he says, "Well, if I need to correct you, I will," and he did. Yeah. And you you said, "Okay." No problem. I got it. I see it. Um, you weren't, you know, should I, should I, should I? It was just, well, I'm going to correct you because you trust that. Mm -hmm. And he speaks. You, you understand it. When he said it, it's like, okay, hey, honey, what do you think? Mm -hmm. Yep, I confirm. And you did it. And God said, you see you see how well it works when you weren't following? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're learning. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's beautiful. Um, and, uh, and that's what we're trying to encourage everybody is, uh, uh, even when you're learning it, is to when you're hearing stuff, trust it, process it. If he wants to alter it, he will. And you really live in that freedom of knowing that, well, he'll get you there. And, and he did. That's beautiful. That, that, yeah, that heart posture, that surrender is the key part, too. When your heart is postured correctly in front of him, even if you take a misstep, he can redirect it so easily, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. And by the way, it tells you, you know, one thing that happened even this morning then is that um, it tells you a little bit further about Blake's, in a sense, strength. Yeah, I know he went through this episode, but him, he said, no, I'm committed. Um, that's a big deal. It is. Actually, we said that right over here. So let's pause on that thought. That That's a victory. That's celebrate. Mm -hmm. That's, that's he, a he verbally deal. committed. Yeah. And that tells you, here's where it's headed. And, and, um, and God said, actually... He needs to be the one to say that, exactly. not you. Yeah. Exactly. That the whole thing is just remarkable. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's so beautiful, and yeah. so uh, it's very, very exciting. And I'm excited. Um, I believe that uh, there's big breakthrough coming this summer. Uh, I think for you personally, but for him, and there's something about what's going to happen that's going to be pretty remarkable. Yeah. That's a needed thing as to why God had you stay home and be available, you know, to Him and create the safety. That he just said, I, I actually, I, I feel that safety. You know, how precious is that? You know, I think that was the key. You've seen our life, Rich, over recent years. We've busied ourselves. And doing good retreats, going to retreats is part of it. And Blake sit, watches that and sees he's felt like second fiddle. Yeah. Second board. And so, as you know, our business, I'm not, a, not involved in the day-to-day -day of the business. And so we busied ourselves doing other things. And the fact that we came home, uh, shortened our vacation, and then canceled the trip, you know, to Croatia. Our he sees those things as our our commitment to him, and so showing him that he's valued. Yeah, yes. exactly. Well, yeah. when I was on the phone to him in Florida, and I could hear the stress in his voice, I said, "Blake, do you want us to come off?" He said, "Yes." And then, and then a little while later, he said to me, "Mom, you have no idea what that means to me." Yeah, that's Aww. what we've so missed over the years, probably is. Uh, you know, being busy and not just feed, feeding into him as much as we probably should. Yeah. Well, Father, we uh, uh, we looked up Blake, and, and uh, this is uh, remarkable. Everything about it is remarkable. And uh, we know you're at work, and uh, just even this little thing today is evidence that uh, you know what you're doing. Uh, you're leading him to healthiness, and I pray that he would, he would uh, receive it and that this summer would be a, a momentous time of him moving into that healing uh, and you finishing it, and Tad and Monica just walking with you to uh, be sheepdogs to you, serving uh, serving Blake. And so we look forward to that, and we're excited about that. Thank you so much for sharing 
you guys, uh, yeah. this great story. It's like just a, an amazing, uh, it's, it's so overwhelming. I, it's hard, it's, I'm almost speechless about it. So Kathy, we're just excited about uh, them and we'll have you back in uh, next fall and <laughs> take, we'll the next, next, take the next episode. <laughs> and thanks, just thanks for being so transparent too. Cause I am sure there's so many people listening that it's encouraging um, to know here you guys are people who love Jesus or abiding and everything else, yet God is still working and forming you guys and in doing that, bringing healing to your children too. And I think all of us can just take comfort in that, that God just continues to, to work on each of us and is, is just really walking all of us into his best. So yeah. thanks for being yeah. transparent and authentic in that. Yeah. So. Yes. And Kathy, we will uh, see you tomorrow. Absolutely. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Okay. See you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.